now, it's Gardening Talkback with gardening specialist Scott Sharp. Welcome to Gardening Talkback on 2 in your RFM. Scott Sharp not with us today, but lucky enough to get Judy Sharp in. How are you, Judy? I'm very well, thank you. I thought I should try and put a deeper voice on and sound like Scott for a minute. You could have. I reckon we could have fooled a few people. Maybe. Surely. (laughs) (laughs) What have you got for us today, Judy? Oh, look, it's um, May and it's a great gardening month, May, the middle of autumn. We can start doing some hard digging things again. Hard digging? Hard digging, yeah, because you're not going to sweat now. True. Yeah. I reckon you still can sweat with some hard digging. Oh, yeah, I suppose. But it's you pr- want some soft, easy digging. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we might come out and fix your garden up. That'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be great if you could. Yeah. I'll leave, the, I'll leave everything alone for a while. We wonder if we could have some kind of competition. A competition? Yeah. Come and clean Greg's garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the neighbours would be really appreciative of it. Well, we might, we might talk about all the jobs you need to do in May. Okay, excellent. Okay. And we've got Cole on the line from Anna Bay, and he's got a question about the orchid. Hello, Cole. Hello, how you going, mate? Very good, Cole. Yourself? You got a question about the orchid? Yeah, I uh, bought one up from Newcastle that I had for about 12 or 18 months, and I bought it up here, and its uh, fronds sort of bent over, and it's never, ever picked up from there, and I've been fertilised and all that stuff, but it just never seems to pick up. So um, I got it wrong or something happening or what? Now, what kind of an orchid is it first? Oh, it's just one that, that I bought out of uh, a shop and it just flowers and I like the colour of the flowers and that was about it. I can't actually tell you the name of the, uh, of the orchid. Has it long, stri- strappy leaves? Yeah, a long, green, strappy leaves. It won't stand up. They just lay down and they've been laying down now for about seven or eight months. Okay, and you'll get spikes coming up soon, a long, tall spike. Well, there's nothing happening yet. Well, what will happen probably, you know, it's a little early, um, but by the end of May you should start to see a flower spike. But in the the meantime, I'd go and buy some, um, maybe some flourish orchid food that you put into water so it's fast-acting to try and stimulate it. Yep. But, you know, they're not difficult to grow, so I don't know what what the problem is. Uh, you haven't put that in the full sun, have you? No, no, it's in sh- it, it's a bit of a sun of a morning and it's in shade of an afternoon. Right, OK. Ideal conditions, really. Um, I think maybe we'll hit it with a little bit of fertiliser. Well, I've, I've used an orchid, fer- uh, an orchid fer- fertiliser now. It's a, a beady type of one. And uh, I've been putting that on it, what the thing says, and it's just doing nothing. It's just sitting there. Is it a slow release, though? If it's beady, it's probably a slow release. Well, I'd say it would be, yes. Yes, so it's going to take a little while for it to get into the soil and to start doing its job. Oh, rightio. Okie dokie. So there's nothing, I just don't want to lose it, that's all. So no, there's nothing. Uh, look, I don't think you will. They're very, they're not difficult to grow at all. So they're nearly as hard as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, seeing you speaking yeah. to Scott, he would probably agree <laughs> with you. Yeah, yeah. Nice here, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'll do, I'll just leave it and watch it and we'll go from there. Yeah, but if you are really worried, go and get some flourish for orchids, yep. OK? And right that's, that's instant acting. No worries. Thank you kindly for that. That's OK. Good luck with it. Thank 
you. Bye. Bye. Cheers, Cole. Thank you very much. We've got Peter now from Fassy Fern. He's got a question about cactus. Hello, Peter. Oh, hi, Judy. Um, I've, I've got a cacti. It's standing about one and a half, nearly two metres now. It has uh, little clumps of green uh, fronds, or whatever they call the cacti leaves, yeah. and that's green, and it's got a yellowy to red outer edge colouring. Right. Now, each, each little stem has 10 to 12 little flower, or little leaves on it, and I, this, this standing 1.5, now would probably have two or 300 of these little clumps on it. It's a beautiful-looking thing. But what I want to do, I want to propagate that now, and I'm not quite sure to just rip them off like another type cacti and let it hang around for a few days and stick it in the ground later and it'll work, or what should I do? You mean the little shoots? Well, the whole, the whole plot, the whole uh, set of, uh, of cluster of, of the cacti. As I say, I've got about 200 of these clusters on little uh, stems, and the stems are probably about 100 millimetres long, and these clusters are at the end. Look, I don't think I'd rip them off. <laughs> Maybe be a little bit more gentle than that. Look, yeah, it's that simple, really. Uh, yeah. We had one uh, that got blown over at, um, at the nursery only last week in the wind, mm-hmm. and the staff picked up what got blown off and stuck them in. So, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll be right if you do that. So, so if I cut all those little stems, I don't need to put it in any starter of... Uh, compounds or anything or just straight in the ground? Well, I've got to confess, we just put them straight in the ground. Yeah, fair Al- enough. Although we did use cactus and succulent pot potty mix. Yeah, well, I've, I've got all that. I've okay. got all that. Yeah, well. So once I've got them in the pot, uh, how long would they take the root, do you think? Oh, look, that can be a bit tricky because they look as though they're growing, don't they? Yeah, uh, they, don't, they never y- want to die. No. Um I'd, you know, we're coming up to colder weather now, so mm, perhaps, mm. Um, you know, maybe don't disturb them until the weather improves uh, and sure, spring comes. Sure, sure. Yeah. Try it in August, September, say. Yeah. Oh, look, I think you can try now. We've got a little bit of warmth mm. still going on, um, mm. but I wouldn't disturb them once you put them in another pot. Yeah, OK, fair enough, I understand. OK. Wonderful, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. And we've got Ray from Marmon Point, and he's got a question about passion fruits. Oh, Ray, passion fruits. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe a bit, uh, bit of the wrong time, but I planted two passion fruits and they grew beautifully, but suddenly now they've lost all their beautiful green leaves. Oh. oh. So it seems like there's a bug or something, but I've sprayed them and checked the ground. I can't find any worms or any, any, um, anything growing on them. Okay, but now let's talk about, have you been um, spraying the lawn with anything? No, nothing. They're actually in a, a movable garden bed that, uh, you know, one of these um, 300 deep garden beds. Oh, yes, and you haven't um, you haven't sprayed any Roundup around that they might have got no. drift? No. No, no okay. Roundup. Okay. One, one is almost completely died and the other one is just sagging and it's got flowers and everything on it. Well, unfortunately, the bad news may be that you've got cockchafer. Yeah. So you may have seen them sometime in, you know, more in pots, but often in the garden. And I have had a lot of um, inquiries about the cockchafers this season. Now, they're like a white, let's call them a witchetty grub. So you yeah. know, you need to 
to dig down and see because they actually eat the roots and when they okay. eat the roots they kill the plant well there's um, there's chili growing in the same bed and uh, parsley and there's no effect to that and uh, it's brand new potting mix for out of a bag so yeah no the beetles lay them Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, so um, you need to dig down the one that's, you know, looking the worst and just yep. see if there are any grubs around the roots because a plant, when it suddenly dies, it generally has the problem of the cockchafers. Okay, I'll and, have a look for that. And, um, you know, sadly, you think they're not eating the chilli or the parsley, but when they finish on the passion fruit, they'll then go to the parsley. Oh, you give me the good news. Okay. That's the good news, yeah, yeah. So All right, I'll have a, I'll have have a dig, a dig around. Not... Yeah, and um, ring us back and let us know. Okay, then. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Cheers, thanks, Ray. We've got Pauline now from the Garden Suburb, and she needs advice about planting seeds. Hello, Pauline. Oh, hello, Judy. Um, I'm your eternal optimist. I cannot get seeds to come up. I get brand new seeds. I don't even use, you know, how on the on the packets it'll have 2022 yep. or yep. something. I'm not worrying about that. I get new seed every year. And I've tried poppies, pansies, stocks, delphiniums, larkspurs. I had them all in brand new seed raising mix and I didn't get one seed to come through so that was three years ago two years ago I thought I'd just do pansies and poppies brand new mix again same problem and I've got them in again this year <laughs> with the new mix and all and I still haven't got anything so what am I doing wrong Pauline are you putting the mix in the garden no, I've got it in a seed box. Right, right. So you're trying to mm -hmm. raise the seed. Um, yes. I have a theory about raising seed. A lot of people water them once a day, and so yes. they actually water them too heavily. I think I put a mist on the on one of those nozzle things on the hose. I turn it so that I'm just getting mist. Yeah, but and I water it with that. Yeah. Only once a day you're doing that. Um, unless they look like they're really dried out, then I do it uh, morning and afternoon. Yeah, I have a theory they need misting three times a day. Okay. So okay. you could try that. The other thing is that, you know, um, ants are very naughty with seeds. Ants eat oh. the seeds. Hmm. Oh, I must be feeding my ants. I've got thousands of the damn things. Well, there's, I must the, be feeding them. there's the answer. So maybe <laughs> you, you might need to get some ant dust and uh, try and get rid of them because that's probably what is happening. But I also have to say, Pauline, you must be a very keen garden gardener from <laughs> Garden Suburb uh, because not many people today try and grow delphiniums and larkspurs and poppies. Oh. It's only very well, keen gardeners <laughs> that do those kind of things today. So, Well, uh, I'm, I'm keen, but I haven't grown anything yet, so I don't know how good I'm going to be. Well, oh. you, you're not putting them in too deep, are you? No, I just sprinkle it on the surface and then I just get um, a handful of the seed-raising mix and just sort of let it run through my fingers across the top. So they're only just 
just covered and that's all. Yeah, no, look, that should be fine. That should well, be fine, okay. dear. But it's try... Like the blessed ants. Yeah, try, you know, maybe misting them three times a day. But, yep. you know, some of the, the um, seeds you have mentioned aren't easy to raise. I would have thought oh. you would get the pansies to, to come up. Mm-hmm. Um, well, truthfully, I have not had a seed. Not not out of anything. And I've, you know, been doing it year after year, like for the last... This is the third season. And, I mean, in the end, Judy, I just go and buy seedlings. But I would like to try and... I've got a huge yard, and I'd like to... Um, be a little bit more economical and, and, you know, get a packet to come up. Yes, yeah, and you'll get mm. more, more plants, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I find with um, um, some of the autumn planting, you have to be careful you don't do it too early. Uh, pansies particularly hate the heat. And a lot of oh. pansies would only be just getting sown now. Ah. Uh. Uh-huh. Have uh-huh. <laughs> uh, answered the problem. When did you try sowing all these lovely uh, seeds? Well, I've had I've had this lot in now oh, for a good fortnight, um, and I think over the last couple of years, um, I've usually planted them as soon as autumn comes so yeah. well, maybe see, I'm a bit too early because we've had early. a lot of hot weather yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. it's only really now that the weather's cooled down okay so, let's... so if I go and get another packet of seeds maybe I get these to come up now yeah so just try pansies <laughs> all right okay good luck so optimistic. <laughs> thank you so much Judy. you're welcome Pauline Bye-bye. Cheers. Thanks, Pauline. We've got Peter now from West Wall's End, and he's got a question about roses. Oh, Peter, my favourite plant. Well, Peter's now on line one. He's changed lines. He's on the old switcheroo on us, Peter. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Peter, my favourite plant you're growing. Well, what's oh, the problem, I got darling? A, I, I got over 250 of them. Oh, have you? Who does the pruning? <laughs> I do the pruning. <laughs> wow, wow. So you don't need to ask me a question. You know yeah, all about I've, it. I've, about nine months ago, I bought a Pierre de Rosanet, a blushing pink climbing rose. Yeah, Pierre de Ronsard. Yeah. Yep. Now, I put it in. It's beautiful and green. I'd say it's grown 12 foot high. All beautiful. But I've never had a rose on it for nine months. Oh, well, that's because... They take two years to flower, the climbers. Oh, sorry, Lord. I've got a heap of pinkies and everything in it. So oh, Pierre de Ronsard, though, it only flowers. It only, it's only a one flusher. Yeah. Is there another? I'm sure it's a Pierre de Ronsard. Yeah, and it's white and pink and very beautiful. Yeah. Um, tell me, Peter, right? Uh, since you've had it in, you haven't pruned it, have you? No, I've never touched it. No, because you never prune climbers, as you would know, until yeah. after they flower. After they flower. Yeah, yeah, after they flower. And have you hit it with any fertiliser at all? Well, yeah, every time my rose, we get fertilised, which is about once every two months, 
they all get the same. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he's not going to flower now until next summer. Oh, well, as long as I know. Yeah, yep. I put, I put the axe next to it the other day. Oh, so. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's the most beautiful rose. No. Oh, yeah, that's why I got it. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah no. I thought I must have been doing something wrong. No, not but. at all. It's probably just taking its time and with the rose fertiliser, etc. you know, and when we get summer... I'm sure you'll get flowers this time. Okay, then all my other roses are out beautiful. Oh, mine are dreadful. Yeah. Oh, sometimes they've suffered this summer. Sometimes when the rose loses its leaves, what do you think's the matter with that? Completely loses its leaves? Oh, 80% of them, 80% of the leaves. Yeah, well, drop. mine look a little bit like that at the moment because the weather's been so changeable. Oh. But the one next to it's beautiful. It's the same sort of rose. Yeah, and it's the same sort. Well, just yeah. dig around and make sure you haven't got any of those white grubs eating the roots. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, Dave. Okay, thanks very much for your help. Good luck. Let's know uh, next summer, Peter, what happens. Yeah, okay. yeah I, think, I think you've been there to my place. This will do gardens at oh. Westwall's End. Oh, of course I have. Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You used to open for the scheme. Yeah. Oh, and the, of course. The scheme fell apart, yeah, I think, didn't it? Yeah, it did, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to reopen it this year, so... Oh, are you? For, might, to raise some money for something? Yeah, yeah for uh, Ronald McDonald House. Oh, good, good, OK. Well, you better give me some um, info and I'll be able to uh, pass the message on for you. Yeah, probably be the last week in September or something like that. That's when you get your first flush. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, then. Thanks, Thanks, Peter. Bob. Nice hearing from you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. We were, Peter, it, sorry. Oh, sorry. We were actually uh, for the other listeners. What we were talking about was the Australian Open Garden Scheme. Oh, okay. And um, I was on the committee, and uh, we did select a lot of Newcastle gardens and uh, Hunter Valley gardens, and uh, the money. Um, uh, went to um, the Australian open, Ga- open Garden Scheme in Victoria, uh, but or you could allocate a certain amount to a charity if you wish to. Oh, righty, um, excellent. But unfortunately, and it was the most um, Tammy Fraser, the ex Prime Minister's wife, was um, the head of it. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, unfortunately, about oh, two years ago, it just folded. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it was a shame because it was Australia-wide. Hmm. So I remember that gentleman's garden well, yeah. So hopefully it might come back, maybe? Oh, maybe. the scheme won't. No, uh, no. No, unfortunately, not now. That's no. a bit disappointing. It is, yeah. And we've got Anne from Katara South, and she's got a question about bananas. Hello, Anne. Oh, hello, Judy. Um, yes, I've got a banana tree, and it's got the biggest bunch of bananas on it, um, but they're not getting a lot of sun now, and I was just wondering if there was anything I could do to help ripen them. They're quite big, uh, but they're still as green as green. I've get... seen them going along Locker Coffs Harbour and that with the bags on them. I'm just wondering if you can do that here. Well, you could try. Um, I don't know whether they do that to ripen them. I think that's more to keep um, uh, possums and everything out. Um, but you could try that. Uh, the other question is, um, are they in the sun? No, they, they only get the afternoon sun. They've got the sun on them now, but they don't get any morning sun. 
just the afternoon. Yeah, probably they're missing that all-day sun is why they're not ripening, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do much about that. Huh? Have you only got one banana tree growing? No, there's uh, there's about half a dozen there, but some of them are only small. Yeah. And I was getting bananas years ago. This is the first bunch I've had for about eight years. Right. And um, I was just so surprised to, to find them, actually. And um, and I thought, well, now that, the, you know, it's they've been there. Well, I don't know. I, I only noticed them about three weeks ago. Yeah, they could have been there before that, but they, they're definitely not getting enough sun. I think that's probably half the trouble. Yes, I'm pretty sure it is. I have bananas. Uh, my next-door neighbour grows bananas, and uh, uh, they just get covered in fruit. Uh, but they are in the absolute full sun. Oh, okay then. Yeah, but the other thing to do, um, uh, in covering them, you will stop bats coming to get them. Yes, well, yeah, well, the bats go over here. I don't think they stop here, but we do have the um, odd possum. So yeah, I've well, put a bag over them now, and I just thought, well, I'll check with you and see if that's the right thing to do. Yeah, look, you can't do much more, really, um, unless you decide you've got somewhere else you could plant them when it's um, time to move them. Yes, I have it. Would um, would you be able to cut them off and hang them, say, somewhere in the sun? Would they still ripen? I can't see why not. Oh, well, OK. Well, I might give it a couple more weeks until we I lose the sun and then I might try that. Because often you see them for sale and they're, they're you know, almost still green. Yes. Yeah, try that, yeah. dear. Hmm. I will. Okay. okay then, Judy. Thank right. you. Bye. Thanks very much for that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. It's Gardening Talkback on 2NURFM. We've got Alwyn now from Madawi. Anyone have some ideas about seed, ra- seed raising? Oh, hopefully you can help me. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hopefully um, you can help me with this one. Yeah, well, that lady I was, you were just talking to, uh, I, I feel that you're just going the wrong way around. I go the other way. I heard that you only water them once. And what I do is I put them in a pot with a tray under them and uh, water them, give them a really good watering and then put a piece of uh, shade cloth over them. And that's it. Well, they come up. Well, that's a different way than um, uh, than Pauline's trying and mm. she, she's tried for about three or four years. So yeah, well, the I reason why I put the shade cloth over them is so that they don't dry out in the summertime. Yeah, but she's... And, and, and it, just, it just seems to work. Well, that's right, in summer, uh, but Pauline's actually uh, sowing in autumn. Yeah, well, I've just put some carnations and cornflour in a couple of days ago, so I'll let you know next week what happens. Oh, yes, so you're putting the shade cloth over them even though the sun's getting yep. not as yep. hot? Yeah, yep, oh, because okay. I, don't water, I don't water them now until they come up. Right, OK. So you only water them once? Yep. When I put the seed in, right, okay. and I've, I've I've been doing that now for two years with all my vegetables, and I have onions, beetroot, cauliflower, broccoli, um, beans, all that sort of stuff. I, I do do it like that. Well, I hope Pauline's listening because that's certainly um, you know opposite to what I was suggesting, and mm. uh, it's good to try something different. She's yeah, well, that's why I thought I'd ring. You, oh, you, you suggested watering them three times or something a day. No, 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 misting them, darling. Yeah. Just that, misting that's, them. See, 
see, why I was told why you don't water them anymore is because they go rotten. The seeds go rotten if they're too wet. Yeah, yeah, but if she... That's why I asked her how she was watering them and she yeah. said she was only misting them. Yeah. I'm Anyhow, sure. that's, uh, that's the way I do it. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to check with um, the seed production people that grow all our seedlings and little plants because I've been down to Oasis and Springwood in the Blue Mountains and I'm sure yeah. they water them more than when they plant them. So I'll oh, check right. up. That's a good way to go. Yeah. But if, anyway, it's, that's, if it's that's, working that's just my for you, idea. yeah, and if it's working for you, just go with it, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Thank you, Alwyn. Okay, not a problem. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Got time for a couple more calls today. We've got Mark from Charmhaven, and he's got a question about the fig tree. Hello, Mark. Are we talking an edible fig or a ornamental fig? Hi, Judy. No, um, it's an edible fig. Right. Um, it's got all these little shells all over it, over the the bark, the trunk, and the all the, tw- the twigs and all the woodwork of it. Oh, I tried an eco spray and a bug off it was called, and it didn't work. When I was just s- wondering if you could suggest anything that would help. Yeah, what when you say they're like little shells, would it be scale? Yeah, kind of like a scale, yeah. Right, okay. Well, um, I'd be spraying it with malathon and white oil. Malathon, white oil. Malathon and white oil. And you can buy it as a mixed product or you can buy malathon separately and white oil separately. But you can buy it as a mixed product and then you just add water to it. Um, Right, thanks. But have you got figs on? Um, at, At the time, no. Right, okay, that's fine. Um, but, you know, even if you did have, well, there's, um, there'll be a withhold on the bottle saying, you know, don't eat for five days or something okay, like that. Okay, yeah, 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 fine, give not that, a problem. Um, give that a whirl, otherwise maybe try and send us some... Can we send photos? No. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah. Send us photos. yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could take a photo and send it to you. They look really, really healthy. They were doing really well. Um, and then one day I've just come out, this is a couple of weeks ago, before I started spraying it with that EK bug oil and stuff. Um, and I noticed they were starting to wither and die, and now it's just lost all its leaves, like whatever it is, it's sucking the life out of the plant. So Yeah, but you, you know they do drop their leaves, don't you? In, yeah, I, yeah, I, I realise that, yeah, but yeah. yeah well, not... Not to this extent, that like it was so quick, you know what right, I mean? Right, yeah. Um, so what do we do, Greg, to get well, a photo? if he wants to send a photo, just take it and whistle. And you can send us an email, which is gardening at 2 com. Okay, then. Thank you very much. I'll do that. And then I'm sure um, if I'm not on next week, Scott will be here, so he'll be able to have a look. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. In the meantime, I'll spray. I'll, I'll get that spray and I'll spray it. Thanks very much for your help, Judy. Okay, you're welcome, Mark. Thank you. All right, thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Cheers, Mark. We've got Steve now from Tanilba Bay, and he wants to know how to get rid of onion weed. Oh, the perennial question, Steve. It's become a problem. In the garden or in the lawn? Uh, In the garden. Oh. And you've got it all amongst plants, haven't you? Well, I've got one. I've got three raised garden bears. One's got plants and the other two are bare. And it's in the bare one? 
Uh, it's in. It was in all three of them, yeah. Right, OK. Well, look, you know, <coughs> you can spray the bare one yep. and get rid of it that way. Um, but uh, where the plants are, you know, if you spray there willy-nilly, you're going to kill the plants, of course. Yep. So uh, what do I spray it with? Uh, look, when I, when I say glyphosate, that mm-hmm. comes in a lot of different forms. Sometimes it's marketed as zero, sometimes as Roundup, but the chemical is called glyphosate. So you look for a bottle with glyphosate on it. Yep. Now, where the plants are growing, um, Scott has a method, and uh, uh, I try to get him to come to my place and get rid of my onion weed, but... You know, he can be a bit uncooperative sometimes. And uh, so I've got onion weed right through my rose garden, unfortunately. His method is um, to put on, um, you know, waterproof gloves, like surgical gloves, and then white gloves, white cotton gloves that you buy at Coles or somewhere like that, and dip your fingers into the zero and wipe it up and down the stem of the onion weed that's growing amongst the plants. Yeah, I found that the leaves themselves are very waxy. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's a long, laborious way to do it. Um, But that is the only way you can do it, because if you spray, you'll get drift onto your plants. Okay. Okay. Good luck with that, Steve. It's the worst thing to have. I'm finding that out. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye. Jeez, thanks, Steve. An eyedropper was the other way I heard Scott say you could do it as well. Yeah, but, you know, you still... You've got to be a bit careful. Yeah. Even, even dropping it right down top? Yeah, well, it depends. You know, I mean, you get so much of it and it can be so close to the plant. OK. So, you know, he sounded like, didn't he, that he had... A lot of plants around it, yeah. A lot of plants around it, yeah. But, you know, you'd think Scott would come and get rid of mine, wouldn't you? You think so? Yeah, uh, it sounds easy to do as well, so why isn't he just coming in and... And doing it for me, Can yeah. you just pull them out, or they just keep coming back? They keep coming back, trust me. <laughs> That's what I do, <laughs> because they're in amongst standard roses, yep. so I can get in and, and dig them out. But, you know, within a week, they're poof, up again. Okay. Speaking of digging, you mentioned right at the top, I'm very glad I remembered this, about digging for... Digging for your garden now, some hard digging. Some hard digging. Yes. Well, the reason I suggest now is because the weather's cooling off and yep. um, it's a good time to get in and, you know, do repairs in the garden, turn the soil over, um, even something like, you know, getting rid of your onion weed. You know, it's a cooler now and in autumn we still have growing time left. Okay, yep. And so, you know, you can do a lot of preparations now. You should always say fertilise your lawn so that, you know, your lawn keeps going through winter, particularly this year because so many people have had the army grub and there are a lot of brown lawns around the place, yeah. So when I say get out there and do some digging, I mean some gardening. Okay, not actually (laughs) actually just sitting there with a big shovel and digging up everything. No, because what happens, of course, in summer, this summer, have you wanted to go and dig? No, not at all. No, I haven't either. (laughs) Not not at the best of times. (laughs) So now, for all the listeners out there, it's time to go and start um, doing some real hard yakker in the garden, getting rid of the weeds particularly, um, you know, zapping up your lawn a little bit. Yeah. Right, yeah, we'll do. Mm-hmm. Some jobs for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'll find out if you ever did it.
<laughs> Judy Sharp, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. It's good to see you again. Likewise. Yeah. I'll take you back next week or is Scott back next week? Um, we'll find out. We'll find out. He's a man of mystery these he days, is. isn't he? Yeah. Very mysterious figure at the moment. He is, yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.